Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am your host, Scotty Waz. How are you doing? Welcome to another episode. Um, actually, the end of March here, but it's not the end of March for the Black Bears as they continue to get ready for the Robertson Cup playoffs coming up here in uh, early to mid-April. And the Black Bears, of course, already clinched a spot. And they await where their ranking in the East Division will be and who the heck they're going to play. A possible first-round matchup is a team they faced off against this weekend, this past weekend, in the Northeast Generals. Now, it seems this season that the Generals have had the Black Bears numbers, especially on the road. Um, the Black Bears still trying to figure out how to uh, maneuver their way over in the uh, New England sports uh, complex. So uh, this matchup could have been a preview of what we could uh, see in the first round. But uh, we can't look too far ahead to that. There's still two more weekends to go for the Black Bears, uh, two out of three. And then, uh, yeah, we get to playoffs. But we get to this past weekend as I continue to ramble on. So let's get to it. Friday night. Black Bears taking on Northeast. Last time between me, regular season meeting between these two squads. And um, not a great start overall for Maryland. I mean, offensively, they got the chances. They were able to put uh, shots on net, able to get things going, uh, getting a lot of zone time. But uh, Cullen DeYoung was uh, Cullen DeYoung. He has had the Black Bears number uh, for a time, beating, him the pre beating them the previous two times that he's faced them including a shutout, and uh, yeah, it was not a not fun time to start off with as the Black Bears put 13 on net in the first period, getting no goals out of that, unfortunately. But Northeast would score first as Matthew Despert gets the opening goal, his second of the year after a rebound literally right off the pad of William Hackinson. Um, did not have time to react to that second shot, and it goes in for the Generals getting the lead at 6.57 in the first, and that's how we would go into the first intermission. Second period, however, uh, a little spirited affair uh, after the midway point as the Black Bears get the first power play of the game, and they connect on an Adam Shankula with a tip in front off a Trey Scott Halitzer from the point, uh, and there we go. Tie game, Shankula's 11th, Scott's 17th assist, Brayden Stannard, his 19th assist on the power play puts the Black Bears even Steven. But the Black Bears would get into some penalty trouble, including one right after the Shankula goal where Braden Stannard uh, and the uh, Generals were meeting after the handshake line, and he gets dinged for something. I don't know how both combatants didn't get drawn, but they staved off that. But uh, Frank Dancona gets a goal, his seventh of the year, to give Northeast the lead back. And uh, then back-to-back -back penalties after that put the Black Bears down uh, two men. And it starts with uh, Ryan Remick getting a uh, power play goal, 16-10 into the frame. And then David Andrushuk, who was on a scoring drought, getting a power play goal on a laser from the top of the circle, his 17th of the year. Black Bears down 4-1 to one at that point. That would be the night for William Hackinson. He would be pulled with uh, 18 saves. And then going into the third, Jack Winnicky would be put into goal. Uh, Black Bears trying to claw back into it. Early in the third period with Dimitri Kibru getting his 22nd of the year off a wonderful pass from Samuel Stitz uh, from the corner. Finding Kibru in the slot, he puts it home. 
And said Keebrews 22nd, Samuel Stitz 22nd assist, Braden Stannard 20th assist. Black Bears uh, cut the lead in half. Then we had some fracases uh, going on, a little sla- uh, stick work between Emerson Miller of Northeast and Christian Catalano. Uh, Catalano getting a double minder for high sticking. Uh, then uh, Ryan Schelling gets a high sticking for Northeast. Uh, nothing coming of those, but then Jake LaRusso just passed the midway point. He gets his 29th of the season. Uh, a turnover in the Black Bears zone. He just rifled one past Jack Wenicke, and then uh, that puts it at 5-2. F- uh, to two. And then a lot of uh, something-something happening. Jacob Wilson of Northeast and Brad McNeil get into it. Uh, then Nick Ram. And Caleb Craven get into it off the faceoff. Both get a five at a game. Craven actually had to be uh, taken to a local medical facility uh, because he was uh, cut during the fight. Uh, no update on him as of yet. And then right after that, uh, not too long after that, rather, Luca Mel gets a slashing call. Uh, he put some niceties in there right at the end of his penalty. David Andrushuk puts one home, his 18th second of the game. And that seals it 6-2, to two, the final. Hackinson, like I said, 18 saves uh, before his night was done. And then Jack Winnicke made four saves as uh, the Northeast Generals only put in six shots in the third period. Uh, and then that was the end of that. So short memory going into Saturday. And actually a, a little bit of a uh, situation. Craven was out uh, as he was suspended for a game for fighting during a stoppage. Uh, and then Jack Winnicke fell ill. So they had to, uh, the Black Bears had to call up Lincoln Crosby, who is uh, played for Team Maryland in the EHL and also a, a local uh, player. So it didn't have, that, that's the good thing about being able to call up guys from Team Maryland. Uh, both uh, Colin Berkey is, uh, he's a Crofton guy, and Lincoln Crosby is a Chevy Chase guy, and you're not. So the Black Bears get back into it. Uh, and they get started a little bit, a uh, little bit later in the frame. Of course, they get uh, a lot of, Offensive things going, as they are one to do in the first period. Get a lot of possession. Not a lot of shots in this one. Get a lot of possession. And starts off uh, very interesting with Dimitri Kibru thinking, thinking he notched his 23rd, and then the refs didn't call it off. There was a little meeting of the minds there, meeting with the gold judges. And then after further inspection, and as we learn after the game, thanks to uh, our camera guy in the sky, who's actually on the floor, Johnny P, getting the shot of the goal, it... Uh, Keeper's shot was so fast it hit the back post of the net and ricocheted back out, thinking it just hit off the crossbar. Oh, no, it did not. It went in, and that's his 23rd of the year. Samuel Stitz, who set him up once again, 23rd assist of the year. And Jack Darby, who was a tender signing earlier in the year, gets his first assist, his first point in the NAHL as the defenseman gets called upon uh, due to some injuries uh, and such. So he gets his first assist. Congratulations to him. Uh, just over two minutes later, Adam Shankula gets back on the board for the Black Bears, putting up 2 nothing as a loose puck in front pumps it home for his uh, 12th of the season. Kareem El-Bashir with the, his 8th assist and Jesse Horacek with his 16th assist. Black Bears up 2 to nothing, going into the second. Then 29 seconds into the second period, Andrew Deladonna cuts into the lead, uh, puts it home for his 10th of the year, and they uh, cut the lead in half. Two to one, and then hey, penalty trouble rearing its ugly head for the Black Bears. Uh, one early, one late, but luckily did not bite them. William Hackinson on his game after a rough showing on Friday night. He keeps the lead 
for the Black Bears and himself as we go into the third period. In the third period of play, a lot of back and forth, a couple of roughing penalties uh, between each team, but relatively a clean game overall. Uh, I think that the, the only the only mishap was the general coaching staff throwing the iPad iPad on the ice after the Kiebrew goal. That was a scene into of itself. How they didn't get suspended or tossed out of the game is beyond me. But you know, the the officiating is what it is, and they make the decisions they want to make. Anywho, uh, late in the uh, under two minutes remaining in the third period, Black Bears get the insurance goal they need. Christian Catalano. His 29th of the year, just patiently, patiently outweighing the defense, puts it home. Black Bears up 3-1. to one. Gunnar Van Dam, his 24th assist of the season. And William Hackinson, the goaltender, getting an assist, his fourth assist of the year. So that's pretty dang good for the keeper back there. I believe that's a record for the Maryland Black Bears. Uh, so there we go. Black Bears up 3-1. to one. And then with one second remaining, Gabriel Wessling throws it into a yawning cage, his ninth of the year. Magnus Gadowski with his second assist, and Trace got his 18th assist in the empty net. Four to one, the final. Hackinson, 22 saves in the victory. A good bounce back game for him and the Black Bears after Friday night's situation. And uh, away we go. So looking at the standings right now, the Black Bears uh, currently still the only team who have clinched. I think that's about to change here in a minute. As as I record this, the New Jersey Titans have beaten the Danbury Junior Hat Tricks. Uh, so I think Jersey clinches tonight, getting their 71st point of the night. Uh, and they have two games in hand on the Black Bears, which will be caught up uh, next weekend when the Black Bears are idle. Uh, so the Black Bears currently sit at 78. They are seven points up on the Titans. Uh, Maine in third at 70 or at 65. Northeast Generals at 63. Johnstown Tomahawks uh, seven points behind that fourth spot uh, with uh, two games in hand. On Northeast, so if you add those four points to it, they're still three points behind in the overage. Uh, and then Philadelphia, 49, and Danbury, 13. So that's where we're looking at in the East. Like I said, I think Jersey clinches tonight with that victory. It's not official yet. It's an unofficial final, but we will probably make it official here soon. So Maryland now, they will take their last regular season road trip to the aforementioned Philadelphia area as they take on the Philadelphia-adjacent Rebels. Black Bears are 8-2 against the Rebels this year. They've had their number for sure, and especially uh, when you look at the road coverage uh, playing up in Hollidale. A perfect 4-0 so far for the Black Bears, outscoring the Rebels uh, by a count of 17-5. So Hollidale, a very nice place for the Black Bears in this venture, and we will see if they can keep that hot hand rolling as they look to clinch uh, top spot in the East Division and get uh, home ice throughout their playoff run, uh, at least in divisional play from there. So we will see what the Black Bears can do, what they can bring about. If you can, uh, if you don't want to go up to Hollidell or Sewell, New Jersey, you can catch all the action on Hockey TV. Game time's at 7 o'clock Eastern, both nights uh, on the 31st and April Fool's Day. So uh, we will see what can happen for the Maryland Black Bears if they can close out a, uh, a good regular season uh, road attempt for themselves there. We mentioned last week as we get to the alumni segment about Jackson Starrett going to Endicott. Uh, they made it to the Frozen Four in the D3 side of things, and Jackson Starrett did get a goal in that Frozen Four game. However, it was not enough as uh, Hobart 
uh, beat Endicott by a score of 3-1, to one, and Hobart actually went on to win the whole dang thing uh, this year in Division Three. For Starrett, a heck of a season overall, finishing with 29 points, including 13 goals in his 27 games this season, a plus 27 on the year, and then finished strong with uh, two... Uh, two goals in the play, or a goal and an assist in the tournament uh, for themselves, uh, for himself. So a good showing for him and a nice uh, leap for him as well after uh, making the transition from D1 to D3. Uh, another Maryland Black Bear alum that did get to see some time in a uh, tournament, Andrew Takis. Unlikely. Uh, unlikeliest of uh, of players to get into it, especially considering he was uh, at one point the third goaltender for Colgate. He got thrown into the wild game that was Michigan and Colgate in the third period there, uh, and he got himself uh, a little taste of the national tournament. Made eight saves in his 11 shots against uh, in that 11-1 shellacking that Michigan put on Colgate. So for the year, that puts uh, Tack as his final numbers at 0-1-0, with a 4.32 uh, goals against, 8.18 save percentage. Again, not indicative of what he was able to bring to the table as he was kind of thrown into some odd positions, including a very end of a game against uh, Clarkson and then played the full game, o- overtime game against uh, Niagara earlier in the year, both games in November, and then hadn't played since. Uh, so a little bit, a little bit rusty, I'm sure, but a solid showing for the Bowie Maryland and uh, Maryland Black Bear alum, Andrew Takis. On the other side of things, Wilmer Skoog! Wilmer Skoog Dairhorn! Uh, he had himself a, a heck of a tournament himself as he and the BU Terriers are heading to the Frozen Four. They're heading to Tampa, and they will take on Minnesota, the Golden Gophers. As uh, during the matchup this weekend, uh, this past weekend, Skoog gets two goals, one against Western Michigan and then one against Cornell, both big wins for Boston University. And, of course, like I said, Skoog's name is in the uh, hot stove for guys who are uh, possibly signing to the NHL after the season. We will see. He does have a the possibility of a graduate. Uh, situation. He also has the possibility of a COVID year that he can take as well. So we will see what Skoog does, considering he's 23 uh, and looks ready for prime time. He very well could sign himself a contract up and uh, and go to the NHL, be the first Black Bear to appear in the NHL. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty something. That would pretty. I, then you have to start now. Start looking for uh, the cards, and then the way we go. It'll be a good time for everybody in that instance. Speaking of guys who have turned pro, um, Kareem Del Pont, who was, I think, the first black bear to turn pro, but overseas in uh, in Switzerland, his home country. Uh, this past year, he played for uh, HC La Chaux de France, had a goal and nine, uh, goal and eight assists in 38 games. Uh, was tabbed with the. Uh, I don't know if this is a. If he has the A on his jersey from this year or from another time, but uh, Kareem Del Ponte, with a nice, uh, nice showing for himself and building a nice career over in Switzerland. Over there, I mean, you can build a heck of a career um, for yourself, and then you know you're living large over there. It's all tax free. It's chocolate. It's watches. What a great time for everybody, right? 
Another one of the first-year Black Bears who went back overseas, and that is Lucas Youngbloom, who uh, played in uh, Division Two hockey uh, a few years back. And then now, uh, he hasn't played since the 2020-2021 season when he played for Bakken HC in Division Two. He had played four games, had a goal and an assist. But it looks like now he's playing for the University Hockey League over in Sweden for Chalmers Blue McRangers. Mm, not sure what it all is. It's, it is a school. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming a universidad. Uh, considering the league that they play in. There's no stats, but it looks like the team is pretty good as they went 8-1-0 and this season in the University Hockey League. So I can't find specific stats for the players as it is, it's it's something else to try to navigate here, but a uh, good showing for the Chalmers hockey. And uh, hooray. So they got that going for them. Uh, so congratulations to uh, to Lucas and all that fun stuff that's going on there. We will have to keep an eye out on what this means, and maybe I become a Chalmers Blue McRangers fan. That would that be delightful, wouldn't it? And we'll just get it done there. There we go. Some European hockey for you as we get going ahead of the Philadelphia weekend. We will get back to you on that, and then the weekend after that, a bye weekend as Easter weekend is uh, upon us, apparently. Amazing. And then the weekend after that, end the regular season against Danbury. Uh, my birthday weekend. So good times had by all. Everyone involved. Hooray. So we'll get through this weekend. We'll come back next week. We'll talk some stuff about Philly. We'll talk some stuff about some other things and get you ready for the bye weekend and then go from there. So join me next week, won't you? That'd be a great time. Uh, until then, you can follow the uh, the show on Twitter. Uh, Defending Den MBB. That's where all the fun stuff happens there. And, uh, yeah, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Gave out the uh, the Twitter, Defending Den MBB. One more time for the people in the back. Clutchandcrabhockey.com and also Facebook.com slash Clutchandcrabhockey. There we go. We've done it once again. So you guys enjoy yourselves, cheer hard for the Black Bears this weekend as they look to clinch up uh, that top spot in the East Division. And, uh, yeah, we'll get back to you next week, see how, uh, how much they progressed. Until then, peace.